Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You have no idea what's going on, do you? Sure I do. You and your friends were attacked last night. I'm sorry for your loss, by the way. Were you there, then, with Ranger Joan when I was found? I was. I saw the blood, and it wasn't a pretty sight. So, I gotta ask, what did this creature look like? Why should I tell you? You guys don't even believe me. I, for one, found your tapes to be very convincing for the... It's because they are real! This isn't just some story I've been bullshitting. There were two monsters. One was big and hulking, taller than you or me, but built strong and heavy. Bulky muscles, uh, lots of scar tissue. The other one, well, it was something else entirely. It was... it was lanky, it had long claws, and its mouth just hung open, revealing this rotten, grotesque... It sounds like a shaved bear. A shaved bear? Sure. Ever seen one? Without the fur, there are these awkward, pale-looking things. Ranger, what's your name? It's Hank. Ranger Hank Anderson. You're new here, right? Two months in. How'd you guess? Just a hunch. You know, it's not that hard to tell with the way Joan bosses you around. Well, of course she does. This has been her precinct for over 20 years. Long time to work in the woods. So she probably knows all about the disappearances in the area? What do you mean? You know, Frank Serrano, Joseph, and about 20 others, plus Don Parker's experience. Don Parker? He's just some hoaxy author looking for something to sell. If I hadn't heard him read his essay about Lake Clarity, I'd probably think the same. Ghosts haunt the lake, according to him. He's a hack. How would you know? Who knows what's gone on in that bunker? Bunker? Yeah, the one where my friends have died. Under the camp? You've been watching too many sci-fi movies. Bunkers, monsters, ghosts, what else? You're going to tell me this is all some big government conspiracy? Well, the thought had crossed my mind. Look, Seth, people go up into the woods either by themselves or with friends, and when they come back down the hill, they always claim they have seen some terrible monstrosity that can easily be rationalized away. For example... You hear that search and rescue story about a guy finding a bunch of crazy stairs in the wilderness? Sure. All just remnants of old outposts. What about a bunch of ghosts with red eyes? Let me ask you this. 
up by Lake Clarity, there's a lot of deer. Did you happen to see any deer your first few nights? Sure. And before you saw that deer, let me guess, bush rustling, right? Yeah. It was at the edge of the summer camp. Not too far, but far enough that it took me a minute to see it. Now, did you have a light on, or did you let your eyes adjust to the moonlight? Moonlight? Now, you see, if the light hits their eyes just right, deer's eyes are reflective. You'll either get a greenish-looking sheen... Like on a cat? Sure. Or you'll get this reddish reflection. Sure, and maybe that explains, Don... Hold on for a second. Let me finish. A lot of people get scared in the woods. You ever wake up and you think you see someone standing in your room, but it just turns out to be a laundry basket full of clothes or a jacket? Sure. The same thing happens in the woods, where you're just surrounded by a lot of unfamiliar objects. It's easy for your mind to play tricks on you. Joan said she talked to three kids who were waiting on their friends to get back from town. In fact, she said you weren't one of the young adults she had met. So, unless you just so happened to be at the town... I was! Then, as we conducted some testimony, I'm sure someone in Nederland can vouch that they saw you. Yeah, we went to the Blue Owl. We'll get to it. 980 to 965, over. Oh, that's me. 965 here, ma'am, over. Hank, any word from the others? Have they called in? I haven't been able to raise their signal on the walkies. Over. No, ma'am, nothing since you left. Over. How's Seth doing? Over. Yeah, we've just been talking. Don't tell me you've been talking to him. Over. I was just keeping an eye on him. You don't need to talk to him. Just watch him from the window if you have to. It's not like he's going to break out of the interrogation room. Over. All right. Over. I'll radio back once I've reached Camp Clarity. 980. Over and out. 965. Over and out. Alright, I better get... Wait, Hank? Yeah? If I am telling the truth, and there is something up there, Joan won't be able to handle it herself. She even said the other two rangers haven't called in, which means that... That they were out of the service area. You're smart. I'm sure you're aware there's a lot of forest out here in the Rocky Mountains. And our communication tower can only cover so much of it. Hank, look at me. All but maybe one of my friends is dead. You have to take me back to Lake Clarity. I have to at least try and find Allie. Seth, you know that. Hank, you were sworn to help protect and serve, right? Not quite. uh, More of a search and rescue sort. Then I need you to help me search and rescue Allie. She is one of my best friends. If I don't do this, it will haunt me for the rest of my life. Nine six five to nine eighty. Over. I repeat, nine six five to nine eighty. Over. Joan. Joan. Okay, we're gonna just have to head up there and see that things are in order. No one's responding back, but once that's done, we'll come straight back. However, I'm going to need to handcuff you, and you won't be leaving the truck. Are you kidding? I've spent the last three days up there. I know the campgrounds, and I know where Allie might be hiding. You can't handcuff me. It's my job to search and rescue. So leave it up to me.
Hank, you gonna let me out of these handcuffs? Seth, it's bad enough that I've taken you with me. However, it's the only thing I could do. I couldn't leave you at the station by yourself, but I need to make sure Joan and the other rangers are okay. You know, as partners, we're supposed to investigate as a you. Whoa! That's weird. What's Joan's truck doing out here? Camp is another five minutes up the road. She's definitely not in there? No, it's empty. It looks like she walked to camp. I should radio her. 993 to 980. Joan. Joan, can you hear me? This is Ranger Hank Anderson. Seth and I found your truck parked off the road. Is everything okay? Over. Hank, what are you doing here? Get back to your... You can't... Joan, say again. Repeat last message. You're not coming in clear. Over. 10-7. Get back to the station now. Joan. Joan, I can't hear you. Copy? Please, please. Return the station. I don't like this. Let's drive to the camp? I guess. Hank, you have to uncuff me. We stand a better chance against this thing together. I saw it go against one person, and it ended quickly. It's a lot bigger and a lot stronger than us. Seth. Look, your friends are in danger. I don't know about you, but I want to find this thing and stop it before it hurts anyone else. I simply can't risk another civilian getting hurt. I'd risk it if it means I can find Allie. Finding people is my job. I will find your friend. You just have to trust me to do that. But Allie is my friend. Hank... Jesus Christ, how... I just... How? The car is upside down. We're not up against some bear. This thing is something bigger than that. Something more dangerous. Something that can flip and crush a fucking car. Taylor! Adam, can you hear me? I... I'm sorry. Now do you see what I'm talking about? Hank, you have to uncuff me. No, you have to stay here. Wait, this is only Taylor's body. Where's Adam? I can help you track down Adam and Joan. I'm positive the monster retreated to that bunker. And we have your gun and you have a bunch of equipment in the back of your truck, right? Let's do this. Seth, we should get back right now before... Hank, any... are you just going to leave all these people out here to die? Think of their families. No, it... It's just... Then we have to find them. Uncuff me and I'll take you to the bunker. Give me your hands. Thanks. Alright, you have, like, search and rescue stuff in your trunk, right? Axes, rope, all that. Axe. Definitely. You think that'll stop this thing? It's better than nothing. So, that hatch is where you came in? No, we actually came in through another way. We found a metal door in a concrete doorway that had a ladder leading down into a control room. It was at the bottom of the mountain. The hatch you and I came in is just the closest one to camp. I think there's another one in the mountain too, and there's an entrance below a cabin on the other side of the lake. No shit. Yeah, where we just entered is where I last saw Brandon and Aaron's body. You think this monster took the bodies? Well, it's... Definitely a carnivore. How do you know that? Allie and I found its food storage in that cabin. That place was floating with deer carcasses. Wow. 
See what I mean? I honestly have no idea how big this place is, but it's here. Hey, what's in here? Those are just offices, mostly cubicles and stuff. Huh. Allie and I popped open a few. See this one over here? It's all personal files. Really? Wow, this is... Huh. We need to keep moving. You're wasting time. Just wait a sec. Come on, there isn't... Does... Does this look like Joan to you? Holy shit. Seth, this can't be right. There's no way. Maybe it's just a look-alike? Two people who look, like, eerily similar years apart? I don't think so. Eye color, hair color, it's all the same. What's the name on the file? Joan Stewart. Different last name. Hank, look at this. What? This photo. It's the Project McCheech team. That's her, Hank, isn't it? I don't know. There's no way that... Hank, goddammit, I told you to stay at the station. I lost enough good men up here. Ma'am, when Taylor and Adam didn't radio back... You thought waltzing up here with the civilian would be a good idea? Ma'am, I just had to. Ma'am, did you see what happened to Adam? We found Taylor's body, but he wasn't... I did. I found him in the mess hall. He got away from the accident, but then he cornered himself. He didn't know. Well, it wasn't peaceful, but it was quick. So then, it's, it's true then, this monster? Yes, Hank, it's true. Any reason you're in this picture? <sighs> Is this where you found the project file, Seth? The ones in your bag? You're not answering the question. Hank, can you help me reason with this boy? Ma'am, why are you in this photo? Hank, we'll talk about it later. Well, but you... Hank, there's a lot to discuss, and I'll catch you up on everything, but first... No! Tell me! What the fuck is going on? Hank, it's okay. I can answer all of your questions, but we need to leave here first. Who are you? What's your involvement with this place? Hank, I can explain everything. Please, just lower your weapon. How can I trust you? Ex-military? McKeached? What the hell? Hank, I think you should put the gun down. (laughs) Fuck! I'm sorry you had to see that, Seth. I really wish you hadn't come out here. God damn it! So that's it? What? You're gonna kill me now too? Because why? We know your secret? My parents, they'll know. And Brandon and Allie's parents, they all know we're up here. And they'll be informed that you've all gone missing and suspected foul play was involved. Seth... This is just the way it has to be. Shit! Highway. I just gotta get to the highway.
Hey everyone, it's Pacific. Thanks for listening to Season 1 of Lake Clarity. We hope you enjoyed the show. We have begun production on Season 2, and we'll have more information about that in the next few weeks, as well as a supercut of Season 1, so you can listen to the full, uninterrupted stories of the teens. And Mr. Sanchez. But while you wait for that information to come about, I'd like to tell you about another Fate Crafters Network show that you should definitely check out. It's Narada Radio. Remember drive-in movies? Even if you don't, there's plenty of fun for everyone in this series. Each episode is a triple bill of entertainment, starting off with a comedy short, kind of like an audio cartoon, that's followed by a chapter of their exciting award-winning western serial, Jake Dimes, Range Detective, and is capped off by a thrilling episode of Pulpourri Theater, their long-running series with stories adapted from or inspired by classic pulp fiction. And in between, they're running audio from actual drive-in film footage. You know, for nostalgic flavor. So join the Narada Radio Audio Drive-In at naradaradio.libsyn.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast provider. And, as always, here's your weekly credits. You heard the voices of Bear Omenson as Seth. Michael Miller as Ranger Hank and Kristen Van Etten as Ranger Joan. This episode was written and directed by Pacific Obadiah and Larissa Fleming, and edited by Pacific Obadiah. Want to tell us how upset you are about that cliffhanger? Drop us a line on Tumblr, Facebook, or Twitter, and let us know what you thought. Lake Clarity is a Midnight Disease production, made with help from Met Media. And we're a proud member of the Fake Crafters Network. Don't forget to check out their other amazing shows like Subject Found, The Tunnels, Spines, and many, many more. Also, we'd like to welcome the Sable Podcast to our network. Don't forget to check them out if you haven't already. Thanks for listening.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.